invite you for the next half hour to join us for interviews, discussion, inspiration and for strategies to help you fulfil your potential both in life and in business. And welcome to Remarkable Woman Radio. I'm Mandy Beverly, and I'm here with the lovely Denise Melton. So welcome along, Denise. Thank you. Lovely to be here. Now, Denise is a naturopath and a medical herbalist, and I just love her mission. She said she's on a mission to shift people's perspective to their health and wellness. I think that's so important in this day and age. And to also see disease within the body as an opportunity for transformation and not as an enemy to be destroyed. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about that because that's a, that's a great mission to have. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think I came up with it because I always thought about my own health challenges as needing to be sorted in a way that they were, you know, annihilated. And, um, you know, that obviously doesn't work because you're constantly actually fighting your own self. So I started looking at my challenges as a way to learn more about my body, more about myself as a person, and I found that I could actually use whatever was going on as an opportunity to grow and become a better person, and that's what I try and actually get my patients to understand and and, um, try out for themselves. I love that, to actually become a better person and listen to what your body's saying, and um, I know I um, decode the body's messages, and I think it's so much wisdom about about the body is actually speaking the mind at times absolutely if we actually listen yes absolutely and if we don't listen it starts shouting a bit louder (laughs) and then we don't listen it starts shouting we end up with something you know a little bit traumatic so what i call the big mac truck comes out and yeah it gets your attention so tell us what a naturopath does for those that are listening that are not a hundred percent sure Sorry, well, that's an interesting one because um, a lot of naturopaths use a lot of different modalities. So some will use herbs, some will use nutrition, lifestyle, energy medicine. And basically, it's a natural way of treating the person coming into your clinic. We try um, and look at the root cause of the disease. Often it's not always apparent straight away. um, And that's where it involves that introspection, that learning about yourself, that seeing what it is, what emotional component is involved what energetic component is involved what mental thought pattern is involved in the manifestation and so we I personally go quite deep in in that way Um, all of our treatments have an energetic component as well they have an an emotional component they have a personality like all the herbs do all our foods do and so combining food medicine with herbal medicine to treat the person's energetic state with the right energetic foods and nutrition, um, lifestyle, herbs, it all works together um, and creates some kind of resonance really that... um, yeah, it's beautiful. People, yeah, I love that when you are creating a resonance between what they're thinking, what they're, how they're nourishing themselves, and you know just what they're doing in life. That actually really can't help but raise their energy vibration. Surely, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And at the end, that's really what it is because you know whatever our energy state is, it's affecting our cells. You know, yes, and most of us these days are living in quite a chaotic 
um, energy vibration, and that's got to have some effect long term on on who we are as human beings. Surely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've done plenty of studies on water and vibration, and if you think about the human body being seventy percent water. Um, you can just see, um, you know, they've actually shown that everybody has their own energetic signature and they can show that by the way you actually make water vibrate or, you know, you change the shape of water and everybody on this planet has their own signature energy signature. Mm-hmm. And so if you have, you know, you can just see there if you've got negative thoughts or if you've got um you know, anything going on that's not serving you, yeah. it's affecting your water within you and that is then ex- affecting everything within the cell. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Energy medicine is a very interesting um, uh Modality, definitely, mm. and it, um, I love it because you're taking in a holistic view. It's not just treating someone as like it's got a finger or an elbow or an ankle. It's like they're actually their whole. It's kind of like everything's related to everything, um, which becomes fascinating as far as figuring out what's going on and what's causing something and getting to the root cause as you were saying it'd be fascinating work yeah absolutely and sometimes it is just a matter of shifting that energy and you don't necessarily always need to know that you're doing it I think sometimes um, we need to get out of our own way because our thought patterns actually affect how that vibration happens so yeah um yeah, getting yeah. out of our own way is a good way to heal. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Let's get out of our own way. Now, how did you add the medical herbalist? You know, you're a medical herbalist as well. So um, what made you to decide to ha- add that into what you were doing? So that actually is a part of um, the degree in natural medicine, which I did at South Pacific College. And so we do um, basic Western herbalism Um in our clinical year, we can look at um, traditional Chinese medicine, which includes herbs as well. Um, but I'm primarily focused on Western herbalism. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as I said, you know, they are plants with energies and wonderful components that, you know, can affect us at a cellular level, but also at an emotional level and as an energetic level as well. Love it. Sounds so cool. So tell us what is going on in your world at the moment? So, um, yeah, it's the middle of winter. (laughs) So I'm preparing for the spring. So we have um, part of every year I do two cleanses or detoxes um, every year. And the first or the one that's coming up is um, my spring detox. As we sort of been in winter, a lot of us have been sedentary, not moving as much as we should do. And so I feel it's a good way to sort of kickstart into summer. So we start eating better. We start nourishing ourselves better. We start moving and getting rid of um, any toxins or build up of just sedentary um, lymph waste, really. Um, And so I look at this detox not just as a physical detox, but we also look at an emotional detox an environmental detox, what's going on in our homes, what toxins are we exposing ourselves to without knowing it and just trying to, yeah, limit those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we live in such a toxic environment Mm. and our foods often have chemicals that we don't need and our thoughts are stressful and we actually have natural endogenous toxins that we, we give off and need to get rid of. So it's just a way of taking three weeks for yourself, really, 
It's I love real. that, just focusing on yourself, building up your awareness, building up your resonance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and your energetic and physical components so you can face spring. Yeah. I read somewhere that isn't it the um, isn't the the summer bodies made in the winter time? Absolutely, <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, not getting to to summer going, "Oh my god, I've got to get some togs on now." Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> now you're also a swim coach as well. Yes. Yes. Far out. So in the middle of winter, summer winter, you you just keep swimming, do you? Um, I don't swim anymore. So I used to be a junior national champion and I swam very much, lots and lots when I was younger. And I come from a swimming family and so I was destined to be involved in swimming in some way or another. And I really, really enjoy teaching the kids to swim. It's such a wonderful skill to have. That's amazing. Mm. And so you're doing that alongside what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. So tell us what inspired you to get started into Vitalize Health because uh, I should just say now Denise's website is vitalizehealth.co.nz um, and we'll put all the notes um, into um, into our page at the end of the interview but um, just tell us what inspired you to get started. So Vitalize Health really started as a skincare, a therapeutic skincare. When we were in college, a colleague, um, a peer, studying with me um she decided that uh, she wanted to formulate some product and i had the skills as the graphic designer um to put it together for her and so it was born and um we've just i just kept working at it as a naturopath and keeping the skincare as well well so you've going the skincare the natural naturopathy yeah i'm tripping over the word um and is also the swim coach my goodness, so you've got a fairly full life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like I say, I don't do the formulations of the skincare, and mm-hmm. it's a therapeutic range of skincare. We formulated it because, um, you know, clients were coming to us with eczema and things like that, and they can't actually use traditional skincare on their faces. It actually makes it worse. So our product is completely natural, organic mostly, and um really really great for sensitive skins and so she does the formulations and that's kind of where her part in the business Mm -hmm. and then I do the naturopathy side of it um yeah so not 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 too much to my bro (laughs) (laughs) but that's brilliant and um so you're getting great results with that skincare yeah absolutely we've really had some you know we've had some people with really sensitive skins um really bad eczema rosacea um psoriasis just finding that it's it's really gentle and it makes them feel good you know, it helps reduce the swelling, the redness, and um, yeah, it's it's really really lovely. And I must say myself, I I use it. I I think it's great, and it's it's um, really dense in the in the ingredients. It's not just water, which is often what you find. You know, if you look at a moisturizer, it might be ninety percent water or aqua, as it's sort of put down. Yes. Um, whereas ours is there's no water in it. There's a hydrosol. Um, but it's mostly oils and essential oils. It's really, really lovely. How wonderful. Oh, that's great. And they can get that um, through your website as well, Vitalize Health? Yeah. Great. Excellent. Um, So now, do you have a guiding principle or theme for your life? Now, the problem, I can already see that there is a a theme developing, but um, what do you feel like has been a guiding principle all the way for you? 
you know, I only recently sort of lightened up a bit and didn't take, learned to play a bit more with life. Um, I used to be very driven and, you know, everything had to be perfect and had to do the right thing always. And so the guiding principle there was always to be good, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it's impossible, you know, and yes. someone's idea of perfect is another person's idea of, you know, imperfect. That's so, right. Yeah. Um, now I just try to, you know, laugh at myself a bit more and learn from when I'm thinking terrible things about myself and go, wow, where did that come from? And just try and be a bit more lighthearted and playful. I was digging in some big trees yesterday. We've, we're trying to put some trees on our property and I'm down there going, what am I doing? And I could feel my, like what hear my mind going down. I had to start going, actually, I'm strong. I am strong. Because I'm like, <laughs> I'm not used to, to shoveling all this dirt. And so I thought I could, it's so easy for your mind just to sort of go down a different channel and unbelievable. Unbelievable. And so then just to come up with uh, an affirmation that at least <laughs> I could, um, you know, feel good about myself as I was discovering how unfit I was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just redefine that context. Yeah, eh? slinging all this, you know, wet mud around. <laughs> so now I love the way in your mission that you had put dis-ease in there. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? So, yeah, I, I'm careful when I say this, but I think we've put labels on things, you know, to sort of say, well, I have this going on for me. And really dis meaning that there's there's unease or dis-ease. It's not ease, mm-hmm. right? So we should have ease within the body. Anytime we have dis-ease, we have something that's slightly off rather than sort of having a label that we can then carry around and justify yeah. why we can't heal or what's wrong with what's wrong with us is this. Mm. Um, so, yes, I, I when someone comes to me and says, oh, I've got endometriosis, for instance, Yes, I'll try and treat the symptoms initially because that's what they've come for and that gives them relief. But that's just that's just a manifestation of their dis-ease, not necessarily their disease. Yes, yeah. I love that. That's yeah. a great distinction, Yeah, really great distinction. And because um, we do hear that, and, and I love that, you know, there should be ease within the body, ease and flexibility and, you know, fluidity and, and it's meant to flow Absolutely. a little bit. But just... Um, and to sort of drop the labels as well and see what's below that. Really, really interesting. Thanks. So is everybody ready to go to a deep level when you when they come to see you? No. <laughs> <laughs> In a word, no. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. And um, I wasn't, you know, I think it's a journey. Health is just like, as I say, it's a way to transform your life. And you can, you know, have high blood pressure forever and take your pills and live like that forever and never actually learn anything about why you have that high blood pressure. And I think it's a missed opportunity if you live like that. But that's just my personal view. So if someone comes in and they're not quite ready, what I try and do is just baby steps and getting them to actually just be aware of themselves, you know, be aware of when their back pain is the worst and what was happening before that and what contributed to that? Did they not take care of themselves in some way? And, you know, just being mindful. I always get all of my women who come to me to start a journal about their menstrual cycle. How many women don't even know when their period is coming, let alone when they're ovulating or whether they get symptoms 
a week before, three days before, whether they can't sleep a few nights before. Like, they just don't know. They just think, oh, yeah, sometimes I can't sleep, but I'm just not sure where it is. So that's the first thing is just becoming aware and mindful of where your body's talking to you. Mm, that's really good. And just like with this radio show, Success Leaves Clues, it's actually your body leaves clues as well. And so you're great at obviously being able to identify what they are. Yeah, you know, and some people will just give me a random symptom at the end of a consult and I'll go, there's the juice, you know, there's your golden nugget. Yeah. So, yeah, that's um, your yeah, your body just is talking to you. You just have to listen. Yeah, that's really good advice. Now, we're going to take a break for one of my favourite songs from Coldplay and we'll be right back in a couple of minutes.
Welcome back to Remarkable Woman Radio, and uh, it's always good to have a bit of Coldplay in the afternoon, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> so um, I'm back here with Denise Melton from Vitalize Health, and we're having a great conversation about how our body leaves clues, and there is just so much gold that we can begin to mine to have more awareness about what is underlying all our signs and symptoms. So very wise. Now, you were talking earlier on that you have a competitive background, um, competitive swimming background. Um, so I always love to know what happens when the proverbial hits the fan. Do you have a strategy or something that you do that could be really useful for, for all of us to know? Do you know, it's interesting. People deal with stress or proverbial. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you yeah. for putting a nice word <laughs> <Yeah>. around that. <laughs> yeah. With the traumatic event or whatever it is, in, they, they deal with it in their own way. Mm-hmm. And my biggest advice to anyone is just trust yourself. You know what you need. And don't take anyone else's advice on this. If you need to take six weeks off, just do it. That would be my advice. Because I tell you, trying to find all the answers in self-help books or going and listening to this or that or trying to get advice from friends who might be well-meaning, really you just want someone there to listen Mm -hmm. and to let you get on with how you feel you need to get on. So you need actually someone to listen to you, but how have you coped when times are stressful? Because you've obviously done a big international move and you've set up a new life over here and that can't be easy. So um, how do you cope in really stressful times? Um, I probably go inward Mm -hmm. and get very reflective. And um, I have some very, very good friends and also my sister is amazing as well. Um, that are great listeners and not um, advice givers. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, yeah. But for myself, I, I really need. I, I like to just take a little time out and mm. give myself that time out because, um, yeah. Otherwise, I just get too like I feel like a little hamster and running on that treadmill, you know, and just keep going, keep going, keep going, and it's like something's got to give. Yes. And I must say, when I did move here to New Zealand, first of all, um, my house gave in a big way. I got shingles at 26, which, you know, is not really a young person's disease. But that was just really due to the amount of stress I was under. And I had no support here. I just moved here and, um, you know, my partner was being a bit difficult. And so I just felt very um, abandoned. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think that self-reliance is something that I have that's very strong in me. I always can lean on myself if that makes sense no I think that's great yeah 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 Yeah. and I've learned that through competitive swimming you don't be a competitive swimmer without having self-reliance because no one else is going to help you when it's five o'clock in the morning and you have to get up for training you know (laughs) so is that discipline that you've you've utilized from your swimming has that played out and you know have you been able to sort of take that into what you do now do you still absolutely up early and yeah absolutely I tell you I think having any kind of sport and being a sports person in any way mm-hmm. teaches you that self-reliance that independence and discipline like I've worked for myself before this I was a graphic and web designer and I've worked in that business for 17 years and I work from home and you know how you know some people might find it difficult in fact it's a question I get often is how do you motivate yourself and not do the washing or tidy up or whatever it's like when I get into my office at eight o'clock and I leave it at seven eight o'clock at night I don't actually 
move and that was part of the problem with being a designer to be honest but yeah I'm very very self-disciplined focused Mm. as well yes I'm one of those people that can get um, easily distracted unless I'm working on a particular project but if I'm about to sit down then I kind of seem to find lots of different (laughs) things so I'd love to borrow some of that focus sometimes (laughs) so when um, when things this might be similar to the last question but when things get a little tough what strategy do you use um, in your business, say, for so we know for personal, you go into um, more reflection and you have people that will listen to you and not give advice. But uh, you yeah, not give advice, I like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably more of the other person. <laughs> um, so, um, how could other people, you know, like if they're wanting to grow their business and things like that, what advice would you give them? Just ask for help and really just any opportunity that you have to speak to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, just just do it. Yeah. Don't be scared. Don't be shy. Don't think that, oh, I'm a nobody and therefore they, you know, they won't be interested in, in speaking to me. And that was something that I had to learn because I used to think that. I was like, oh, you know, here I am, just a little nobody. You know, I can't ask. I can't go up. Um, you know, I'd go to seminars and go, oh, I wish I could go and speak to that person. But, um, yeah, so my advice would be just go and talk to people and, you know, ask for help. If you're stuck in something, don't try and do it all yourself. That's great advice because there's just so much help in, around now. Yeah. And so um, so tell us a little bit more about the detox that you've got coming up. So you said it's coming up in August. Yeah, so we start on the 13th of August. Yeah. The first week is really just a... A pre-cleanse week where we start sort of cutting back on the coffee and the alcohol and, you know, getting the pantry ready and starting to get into that mindset of this is what's coming up rather Mm -hmm. than going from nothing to 100% cleanse. And then the second week is really the hardest in terms of being really focused on yourself, which can be difficult for some people because they've got kids or they've got other things going on. And then the third week is thinking about how you'd how you take some of those habits into everyday life going forward. And you might not have them for the rest of your life, but it'd be great if you could implement some for the next two, three months going forward into summer. I love that. And I like the fact that you you stage it because I think that getting ready week is really important. A lot of us... You know, they they a lot of us can actually just go cold turkey, and then it's too easy to give up a couple of days later. Yeah, and you also get such lovely detox symptoms like the <laughs> headache, and you know. And so, yes, why would you do that to yourself? Yeah, I like that, just to ease into it. It sounds really nice, actually. And then by the first of spring, you've got you know you've got a real habit. That's already. right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's the that's the plan anyway. Yeah, excellent. And um, now I love to ask this question um, a lot. Um, because I think value and self-value is really important. So as women who own who we are, and yes, it does take us a while to get there at times, (laughs) we'll we'll always do both, Um, what's remarkable about what you do and, and who you are? What's remarkable about what I do, I, I hopefully inspire people to just, you know, look for the wonder of who they are you know and um i find i mean i find the human body fascinating and that includes all the energy fields that exude from it you know it's like the energy creates the body and we just we're just an amazing anyway i could go on but it's just an amazing amazing machine and so we're remarkable just in the fact that we are yes um 
What makes me remarkable, I feel, is just my constant quest for answers. And, um, you know, it might be that, you know, my husband always, you know, wants to rag me and say that it's a question that can never be answered. But I think in this, it's in the searching, it's always in that journey, isn't it, in the expanding of your mind that um, that's, there's real joy for me, you know. Um, I'm always fascinated by learning new stuff. That's a, that's a lovely answer. I love that. Now, just before we go, we've got about two minutes. What would be three great tips for our listeners to go away with today after listening to this? Um, for their health? For, for their, their health or where, for whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, so for their health, I think definitely sleep enough. Get enough sleep. That's really, really important. Um, start listening to your body and start being curious about what's going on in your body every day. Why are you hungry? When you're hungry? What are you hungry for? Um, and for your business, just back yourself and just give it a go, you know? And shut the distractions out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and put a timer on. Yeah, <laughs> I have to do that now. I actually <laughs> set a timer, and it's really good. Just turn everything off. Yeah, that's yeah. a brilliant yeah. idea. I think it is a much. brilliant idea. Yeah. So, thank you once again for joining me today, Denise. No, thank you. It's um, been great. Now, we just your website is www.vitalizehealth.co.nz. Yep, that's the one. Great. And if they want to get hold of you, all your details are on there. All the details are on there. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Remarkable Woman Radio, and we'll see you again next week. You have been listening to Remarkable Woman Radio. You can catch us again next Tuesday at 3.15 on 104.6 FM or anytime on planetaudio.org.nz forward slash Remarkable Woman. We'll see you then.